It was an ordinary Friday morning, except this was no ordinary Friday morning. It was the day of two big shows. Squire Tub was set to bring their brand of historically situated political punk to the stage at Standard Supply Ale and Dried Goods, a local dive that's been a fixture in Chicago's Little Canada neighborhood for years. Across the street, the number one pop star on the charts, Angel Valentine, was scheduled to play the opening night at the large corporate venue Cube, performing number one hits like Angel for My Valentine, Valentine for My Angel, and Birthday Card for My Friend. Worried about the intrusion of corporate entertainment into the neighborhood, Standard Supply's sound guy Dan was meeting with Rob, frontman of the post-rock band and anarchist collective Google Sweatshops, to discuss a plan of action. Thanks for meeting me at Standard Supply, man. I know you don't like places that sell things. Hey man, anything for a fellow fighter of the government's bullshit. You know, I fucking hate the government's bullshit. Well, we're fighting a private corporation right now, but but I feel you. Anyway, how can we mobilize the people against tomorrow's show? I'm afraid if Angel Valentine sells his show out, most of the fans will be gentrifiers who'd never set foot in this neighborhood otherwise. Ugh, gentrifiers are almost as bad as the government's fucking bullshit. That's right, man. That's, that's right. Okay, well, leave this to me. Google Sweatshops has a network of skilled activists ready to hit the streets at a moment's notice. Man, that's... That's great. How do you how do you motivate people to be so politically engaged? You know those really shitty local venues that force stand-up comics to sell like 20 tickets in order to perform? Our collective is like that, where each member has to prove they can mobilize 20 people, but, you know, in a non-shitty way. But it's basically the same thing. But it's, you know, revolutionary instead of bad. Wow. And and there's what, 14 of you in the band? Yeah, so whatever is 14 times 20 plus 14. That's how many people can protest tonight. Wow, that, that seems like a lot, but I'm, I'm not going to count right now. Can you guys keep it down? I'm trying to sleep over here. Were you sleeping in the Murphy bed while it was folded up into the wall? I thought it was more of a compartment than a bed. Is that not how it works? <laughs> You're twisted, man. I dig it. It's like you were sleeping in a mailbox. Letters and packages sleep there every night, and no one judges them. You know, now that the bed is open, this does make a lot more sense. I feel a lot less like I'm in a Dracula coffin. Did you say Dracula? I'm out of here. I'll see you outside around 7 tonight, Dan. You can count on me to rally the troops, except I don't believe in, you know, the existence of troops. Yeah, right. The government's bullshit, right? What? While Dan's plan was popping off, there were tires popping outside. That's because of the big crack in the road. Angel Valentine's tour bus had just arrived and immediately shredded its tires. Were those gunshots? I told you the criminals are trying to steal the gold in my Grammys. Nothing to worry about, Mr. Valentine. Just a bunch of tires on a tour bus exploding simultaneously. Some manager you are. How can you expect to manage the number one artist on the charts when you can't even manage some ordinary, everyday tires? Don't worry, Angel. We'll have this all figured out by the evening. Figure it out now. Okay, okay, I'll go find some tires. And take the rest of the crew with you, too. They smell horrible. They're stinking up my Grammys. I can barely smell the gold anymore. Y yes, sir, Mr. Valentine, right away, sir. 
Meanwhile, back at Standard Supply, Cameron was in the upstairs office trying to do his job of social media posts for the bar. Man, it's going to take forever to post on this computer. I've never seen a desktop keyboard that only uses T9. I'm more worried about our real job, making a famous band by tonight. How are we going to make beats on this shitty old computer? I don't know, man. This 1994-ass hard drive can only store one MIDI file at a time, and I'm not deleting Twinkle Twinkle. Oh, you mean the one about the little star? Yeah, I abbreviated the name because it's such a classic. You know right away. Yeah, that song still low-key goes, even after all these years. Honestly? I hadn't listened to it since I was five, and I put it on the other day, and I forgot how deep some of the lyrics are. Do you think it's really about a star? No, I think it's about society. Yeah, me too. Talking about classic songs is inspiring me to make a beat, but we need a real laptop and a MIDI keyboard. Wait, I got a plan. Remember yesterday, when Raina became the owner of this bar? I bet she's gullible enough to buy us what we need. Oh yeah, we can say the laptop is for work, and the MIDI keyboard is a normal keyboard. You need it to write the letters A through G, and to use the hashtag. Let's go find Raina. After all I've done for my employees, they toss me aside like a filthy animal. I thought I was doing them a favor when I hired more people, but it turns out I hired a bunch of snakes. Which is fine if you need something to eat rats, but it turns out I hired a bunch of rats. Which is fine if you have a bunch of cheese that needs to get eaten, but that isn't our problem at all. Where was I? Oh yeah, I hired a bunch of weasels who have betrayed me. Just like, um, what's an animal that's known for betrayal? I guess a snake, yes. They're all a bunch of snakes, which is fine Yo, if- Yo, Nika, do you know where Reyna went? I've got something important to ask her. Why can't you ask me? I'm technically still the manager. This is more of an issue for the owner, sorry. If you keep betraying me like snakes, then you don't want to see what I'm like when I become a mongoose. All right, later. You won't be so flippant when my plan goes into action. Whoa, okay. Anyway, later. Outside, something peculiar was happening. Squire Tubbs tour van pulled up and immediately popped its tires. But that was normal these days. The peculiar thing was something else, which I will mention in a moment. What? Why did our tires explode when we drove right into that crack in the road? Man, this is why they rode horses in the days of yore. It takes a lot more effort to explode a horse than a tire. Oh well, at least we made it to the gig. I thought this place was going to be some kind of shithole. But it looks like Standard Supply is a huge corporate venue. And I guess this tiny, awful-looking place across the street is called Cube? Doesn't seem right. Honestly, I was kind of excited to play the shithole. Back in the day, every place sucked. Nobody had air conditioning or properly grounded electrical outlets till what? 1995? It's inauthentic. Now do you see what I meant about a peculiar thing happening? It seems somebody switched the signs for the venues, and on the night of the big shows. Yo, we're playing here tonight, but nobody told us who to get in touch with. Can we just load in through the front? Our tires are fucked and we can't move the van. Hello, yes. I am the toady of this venue who serves the masters. I mean, the owners. I can get you accommodated right away, but first, why don't you take a load off? Here's a bunch of drink vouchers. I'll be back in a minute. Whoa, vouchers, awesome. Hold up, these say they're only good at Cube. That's the shitty dive bar across the street, right? Weird. Oh, well, probably more comfortable over there anyway. Yo, hey, you're Bart Fair from Squire Tub, right? I'm really looking forward to the show tonight. Yeah, that venue is crazy. I had no idea we're playing a place like that. 
that venue? Can I get you something to drink? We got beer at various temperatures ranging from ice cold to temperate. Yeah, I got the vouchers right here. Vouchers? Man, don't worry about that. Your drink's around the house tonight. Okay, well then, I'll take a temperate beer. That's how it's meant to be. Back when they invented beer, it was always room temperature. Just kidding. Rooms didn't even exist yet. Oh, that's a good point. They probably invented rooms because they needed a place to store all their beer. I bet the guy who invented rooms was really fucked up when he thought of it. Dude, what if he was gone off of weed? Whoa, yeah. The idea of a room is so trippy if you've never seen one before. <clears throat> anyway, have you guys heard our new album, A Tale of a Tub? It's actually named after this really cool old play. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, there's a bunch of weird words in this old play, like... They put an E at the end of clown, for example. Whoa, and it was a simpler time back then. Yeah, but it was also more complicated. For example, the plot, which unfolds on St. Valentine's Day, concerns the inept attempts of a variety of suitors to win the hand of Audrey Turf, the daughter of a Middlesex constable. To break Audrey's engagement to John Clay, the tile maker, Squire Tubb, a romantic rival, has the man falsely accused of theft. Whoa. So that's what the album's about. I thought it was about society. Oh, me too. But I guess it's about old society, back in the British days. That's right. As Constable Turf pursues the young man, yet another suitor, Justice Preamble, plays a comparable ruse against Squire Tubb. All told, Audrey is chased after by four separate suitors, and apparently she has no particular preference among them. She hesitates to accept Squire Tub, however, because of the social gap between them. He's too fine for me, and has a lady slash tub to his mother. Oh, so that's what happened. He had a lady slash tub to his mother. Yeah, and amid the disorder, Paul Martin, Lady Tub's usher, marries Audrey before others realize it. Their marriage is celebrated with a wedding mask, also titled A Tale of a Tub, which retells the story at a play. Hey, that's wild. Anyway, your beer's finally done pouring. I poured it on the slow tap because it's 10 degrees warmer than the others. Thanks, man. Hope you come to the show later. Wait, did he just leave with the beer? I'd go after him, but I don't want to hear any more about tubs today. Yeah, I don't want him to spoil the plot of the songs tonight. We've got a bigger problem, though. We need to debut our song for all the people tonight, and we still don't even have a computer. Yo, it's me, the proprietor of this fine bar. Raina. Just the person we needed to see. I hope you didn't have any customers while I was gone. It would be a shame if I missed the chance to say hi to them. As a matter of fact, we had one. But we've got a more pressing issue. Cameron needs a better computer to do his tweets from. And a MIDI keyboard. Okay, here's my personal credit card. It's 4312-7421-4627-5372. Expires 04-2024. And the code on the back is 582. Okay, got it. I'll just recite that back to the cashier at Best Buy. We can figure out how to move the cost over to the business card later. Thanks. We're going to go make these important business purchases now. It's amazing how good you are at running this business compared to Nika. That's right. I am pretty good at it. I hope they get back in time to work their shifts later. Oh, here comes a customer. Is this shitty little bar where I'm playing tonight? I never should have agreed to make my childhood best friend my booking agent, manager, tour manager, finance guy, and lawn care specialist. Now my career is in the weeds. Lawn looks good, though. 
Anyway, he's getting a serious spanking after he fixes our tires. How can the number one artist on the charts be playing a hole-in-the-wall shithole that's obviously designed for zeros? Well, if being number one is better than number two, then it makes sense that being a zero is better than being number one. I would actually be more impressed by someone who's number zero on the charts. Someone with zero Grammys would think zero is a good number. Anyways, give me the most golden drink you have. Oh, that would be an ice-cold beer. All right, just pour it. And try not to splash any on my two Grammys. Wow, those are nice. Do you always carry them around? Yep. I even had some circuitry installed in them so I can use them as microphones when I perform. Both of them? You use two microphones? Yep. It's louder that way. Hey, if you want a more golden drink, I just thought of one. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm going to give you a 50-50 Budweiser and Goldschlager. This one's on the house. Wow, that's a really gold drink. I can't wait to drink it. To be honest, I was worried you were going to say piss. A lot of bartenders make the joke and it makes me really mad. I would never joke about pouring a drink. It's my passion in life. That's kind of bleak. As I was tending the bar, Dan was outside waiting for the protesters that Rob recruited to take down Cube once and for all. Where are they? All I see are eager concert goers. Hold on a minute. Something's not right. How, how come there's only a handful of fans lined up outside Cube and there's a huge line forming at standard supply? Wait a second. The signs are switched. Hey, what's up, Dan? Whoa, Rob, you came through. Yeah, got hundreds of activists ready to shut down these fat cat pigs trying to gentrify the neighborhood. Everybody, get out there and protest Cube. Shit, wait, the signs are switched. You, get, you guys are protesting the wrong venue. Was this Nika's way of getting back at us? Look, darling, the fools are gathering in the street below. Yes, they can't wait to fork over $9 a Budweiser to see another airheaded, flash-in-the-pan pop sensation vob it up top 40 schlock designed for the lowest common denominator. That's right. But where's the line? It seems like everyone's lining up at standard supply. Uh, wait, in, instead of looking directly at the road, look slightly up from the road. Our gigantic sign that says CUBE in 40-foot-tall neon letters is atop their humble and, let's be honest, shitty venue. How did it get over there? Those bastards. They must have done this on purpose to fuck with our money. They're trying to ruin our opening night. Oh good, here come some protesters. We can fire up the old trebuchet to work through this rage. Wait, where are they going? Are they protesting standard supply? They're not even protesting us? That's the last straw. I always knew those swine across the street were nothing more than worms, but now that they've wormed their way into a situation they can't weasel their way out of, because worms on the hook never expect to be eaten by a big fish, which is me. Huh? Anyway, uh, this just got personal. I, Rich Fairbank, hereby swear revenge against standard supply eternally. Whoa, I just got a chill. I think someone might have sworn revenge on me. Well, this place seems pretty shitty, to be honest. I wouldn't be surprised if you make a lot of enemies here. To make lots of enemies, we'd need to have way more customers. Really? Because it seems like there's a huge line forming outside, but I guess it's not every day that the number one artist, Angel Valentine, comes through. Anyway, I'm ready to sound check, I guess. Not sure where my stupid manager is who needs a spanking, by the way. Wait, 
your angel valentine the guy who's saying valentine for my valentine and and an angel for my angel no i'm just some random guy with two grammys and vocal cords made of gold who keeps better pitch than god of course it's me so where's the stage you're sitting on it man what i thought this was like a really low wide chair I was wondering why you're all the way over there instead of sitting on a bar stool like a normal person. You're telling me we're not in the green room right now? This is the room I'm supposed to perform in? This is Cube? Cube? No, this is standard supply. You thought this was Cube? I'm going to kill my manager with a very powerful spanking. Wait a minute. I totally should have said this was Cube. Squire Tub isn't here either. Now we don't have a show at all. Shit! Well, I'm out of here. Ooh, it's him. It's Angel. Adoring fans, everything is bullshit. It's all fucked up, so I won't be performing today. Please, let me touch your Grammys. Hey, Angel, I feel you. It is bullshit. We've got a protest going on here. How about you get your fans to join us? Okay, as long as I don't have to do any work myself. I know it seems like the culprit is this small venue, but it's really the big venue across the street. Not my problem. I've got a manager to kill, but in a subtle way that gives me plausible deniability for committing a real, actual murder. I'm going to go hide in the closet of my tour bus and jump out at him when he comes back with the tires and maybe spank him to death. Do whatever you want out here. Man, if Nika really did switch these signs, she's due for another demotion. I'm starting to feel like our show's not going to happen tonight. Did somebody say show? Oh, hey guys, where'd you come from? We were making a beat at Best Buy. Looks like you guys have a bit of a situation on your hands. But don't worry, we're going to get this under control. And also, get the party started. Man, it's loud out here. Good thing we brought this Best Buy brand megaphone and PA system, too. Attention, everybody. We know you're pissed off about... something. So we made this protest song to capture the spirit of the times. Is it really a protest song? Yeah, I mean, it's being played at a protest. Just play the beat. This is your captain speaking. We will be approaching the twinkling little star at 1500 hours. Please fasten your space seat belts and make sure your space chairs are in the upright position. Just kidding, there's no such thing as upright in space. Oh, and by the way, there's a really cool alien on board this ship. Here on Spaceship, the party's getting started. Bacardi's flowing and no one's getting carded. We're conga dancing, it's downright bacchanalian. And did we mention we're chilling with an alien? Little star twinkling so bright, we will fly to you tonight. I got Bacardi space berry in my cup. It's time to party and go so nice. It's fun to dance without gravity. This star is at capacity. So fun, so fun. It's a silly sci-fi fantasy. Let's go, let's go. I brought my whole space family. To void of any moisture We're party voyagers The whole star is our oyster The star is so sick We all caught party fever This funny alien said Take me to your reefer Twinkle, twinkle, superstar 
Guys, I think you made it worse. Yeah, these people are angry, but they have every reason to be because of how society is nowadays. That's why we made a song about society. I think they're mad that the song was terrible. Well, art is subjective. And our subject is society. Oh, Rob, there you are. This is getting pretty crazy. Can you tell people to calm down? Nah, but I have an announcement. Can I see that megaphone? Can we do an encore first? Can you do it without the megaphone? Okay. Protesters, comrades, fans of that pop singer guy, thank you for being here today as we tear asunder the very structures that keep the capitalist system afloat. Music should be for the people, regardless of whether they can afford a ticket or a $45 hoodie or a backstage VIP all-access pass with an authentic meet-and-greet experience with one of the day's most vibrant and groundbreaking artists. Yes, we brought you here today to show the ownership class that their extractive, exploitative music venues are not places of inclusion, but a means by which they exclude the poor and disadvantaged from experiencing art. There are some who would tell you that the bourgeois interests that control the nice little neighborhood venue are somehow different from those running large corporate spaces. But I am here to tell you there is in fact no distinction between the various oppressive forces of capital. That is why I and my comrades in Google sweatshops switch the signs of these two venues as a political act and work of performance art. Come on, man. I, I needed that $7 I was going to make tonight working that show. You know who else needs that $7? People working in sweatshops. And I mean actual sweatshops, not Google sweatshops. The beloved post-rock band and anarchist collective. Yo, look over here. I think that's Rich Fairbank, the guy who owns Cube. Give me that megaphone. Hello, Hello peasants. In five minutes, Squire Tub will be performing a set at Cube, the big and awesome venue. 
I hope they play Justice Preamble's Lament Part 2. Squire Tom, I love their brand of politically charged punk. And that takes us to capacity. Sorry, Standard Supply, but it looks like the crowd has made their decision. They'd rather see the show at Cube. Yo, Rich, you need an opener for tonight? The people out here already went nuts for our song. They'd love to hear it a few more times before their favorite band performs. Sorry, boys. We have a strict two or more song policy for openers. Maybe we can cover a Squire Tub song right before they go on. Their biggest hit. People will go crazy for that. I'm going to have to pass. But I can tell you boys are big fans. So how about I let you into the show for free? And you can see what a real venue is like, you spineless cretins. Maybe we were wrong about Cube. This guy seems nice. He's only trying to put us out of business. After all, that's what we would do to him if we knew how. Shut up, dude. Don't let him hear you. Maybe he'll let us open next time if we're really nice. I've got an even better idea. When the house music is playing before Squire Tub goes on stage, let's slip our song into the playlist. (laughs) Delightfully devilish. Oh man, write that down. We gotta make a song called that. Yeah, and we could wear devil costumes when we perform it. Oh, this is perfect, dude. I know a guy who makes really good devil tales. The devil? Nah, a different guy. But he's really good. This is the guy the devil hires when he needs devil tales. Even with the resplendent glow of my Grammy trophies, it is quite dark in this tour bus closet. However, this is the smartest way for me to commit a murder against my manager, who deserves much pain for booking this horrible venue and for popping our tires. Man, where'd Angel go? (laughs) I guess I'm going to stand here for a while and relax. You know, after running all around town, trying to find tires in vain, I'm quite exhausted. And it would feel good to simply lean my back against this closet and face the windows of the bus. It's nice to just lean here and enjoy the view of the street. Well, now that about 10 seconds of this have passed, I'm thinking I'm gonna go do some stretches. With my back still facing the closet, okay. First I will do downward dog. Okay, that's pretty I'll spend a long time in this position. Hmm. Yeah, this is tough. Next, I will do a sun salutation. Boy, all this relaxing is making me sweaty. I think I will change into my favorite shirt that I keep in the closet, or should I? Hmm. Yes, I will. Angel, what are you doing? Oh, God. You insolent worm. First you book a shitty place for me to perform, and now I see you haven't even found any tires? I'm going to spank you so hard that you literally die from spanking-related butt trauma. No, 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 no. My doctor told me to avoid any trauma on my little pink butt while I'm on tour. Well, your little doctor isn't here to manage your butt health, is he? I know the spanking sounds don't sound that painful, but this will be just enough to kill a man. Hey, is that Dan and Rob? Yo, I thought you hate commerce and capitalism and shit like that, Rob. Yeah, it's all bullshit, man, but Squire Tub is the opposite of that shit. Their music is about the British times before capitalism even existed. But isn't it a little hypocritical that you're supporting this big corporate venue? Man, hypocrisy is just another form of chaos, which is just what we need to overturn the capitalist order. 
It's actually totally upsetting to the filthy capitalists that run this place to see a motherfucker like me in here. Well, we're trying to upset the capitalist order, too. We're going to sneak our song into the house music and totally make this place go wild. Wait, Dan, you know all about sound guy nerd shit. Can you distract the sound guy with idle gear chat so we can sneak our track into the playlist? Yeah, yeah, I'm curious to see what kind of board they've got. All right, let's check it out. Yo, what do you got here? 24 tracks? Eight buses? Who wants to know? I I dabble in a little sound myself. My name's Dan. I work at the place across the street. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that shithole? I bet your setup sucks. Look, man, all I need is a four-channel mixer and the truth. But I'm curious what you've got going on over here. All right, get that song on the playlist. Let's crank up the volume, too, so people really feel the bass. And I'll press a few buttons, because why not? Uh, Maybe something cool will happen. Hey, what the fuck are you guys doing? Uh, sir, we're the soundboard repairmen. Hey, I didn't order any repairmen. Gotta go. They fucked up my board! Make it stop! Man, this song is kind of hot. Who are these guys? They should be opening this show. They would probably have the coolest devil costumes. All right, well, the playlist is fucked. Let's get this show started. There they are. It's Bart Fair, the greatest musician of all time. I mean, I'm only 15 and I've heard like seven bands, but I really think there's never been anyone better than them in history. We are Squire Tub. Let's rock. This is a little number called... Justice Preamble's Lament, Part 2. Now here's a tale from the British Times, it's true. We like to call it Justice Preamble's Lament, Part 2. Whoa, is that a real trebuchet on stage? That's so sick. The drummer has a foot pedal to trigger it. I think he's going to fire it. Whoa, I really thought they would have saved that for the end of the show or something. Launching a trebuchet in the first song is going to be hard to top. Jesus, they need to slow down with that thing. I I think the drummer is doing it on accident. He's going for the kick drum, but the trebuchet is right next to it. That's awesome. Holy shit, that one just went through the wall. That is so metal and punk. Hmm... I think it would be wise to hide this dead body someplace where I will never get held accountable for my crime. I need to think fast. Think, think, think. Well, I'll just leave him in the tour bus for now and grab my beer while I think of a better plan. Whoa, that projectile sounds as if it was fired from a trebuchet. It's heading right for the tour bus. Well, I guess that takes care of my evidence problem. Now it's time for a celebratory beer instead. I will be a pop star forever. Angel Valentine, you're back. I'm thirsty and need to wet my whistle. An ice cold beer ought to do the trick. And say, I I know you didn't want to perform here earlier, but I think it would be really fun if you did. Yeah, you should perform. No sabotages have been done to the stage at all. Nika, there you are. I haven't seen you all day. I was busy working on business matters. That's good to hear. It's going to take all of us working real hard to stop this place from failing miserably, especially since Squire Tub isn't even going to play tonight. But maybe Angel? (sighs) Fine. I'll do one song, if you can promise me immunity in a United States court of law. Immunity from what? Something I did. I don't think I can promise that. Well, no performance then. 
Maybe if I call the police, I can ask them about immunity for a friend. No, I don't, I don't think we need to get the police involved. Let's just enjoy a nice beer and take it easy tonight. Does anyone want to go on the stage anyway and try to sing into the microphone? Well, I mean, I can't really sing that well. I don't know any notes. Yeah, and I already said I won't. Okay, well, I'll do it then. Oh no, this cable seems a little screwy. Almost as if someone sabotaged it. Can you imagine how impactful it would have been if there was a performance going on here? Look, I'm singing into the mic. La, 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 la. Ouch, I got shocked really bad. Something's wrong with the grounding. Wow, good thing I didn't perform. I wonder who did this. Maybe Dan didn't set up the gear properly. No, I did it to get my revenge. Well, I'm glad nobody got hurt. Except you, on purpose, to prove some kind of point. You're not hurt, even mentally? No, I feel pretty normal. I'm just glad you're okay. I don't care whether or not you're okay, honestly. I don't even know you, but here's the thing. I'm glad I'm okay, because I did some bad stuff. Do you want to talk about it? Nah, just hit me with another Goldschlager shot. Extra gold. Gold is the only way a man can feel like a king these days, which is why my Grammys are so important to me. Well, being the new owner of this bar makes me feel like a king. A woman king. A wing. Let me be completely honest. I wish I still owned this bar. Is there any way I can have it back? No. At the time, I thought it was fun to serve drinks for the number one artist. But later, we would learn that his manager went missing, and Angel was widely suspected of spanking him to death that night. There was an old lady who was walking by and heard the exact number of spanks that it takes to kill a man emanating from Angel's tour bus. But a trebuchet from the Squire Tub Show exploded the bus that night, and nobody's really sure what happened. But folks say that when the moon is just right and the pop charts are aligned in just such a way, you can see the faint glimmer of two Grammys following you down the streets, or perhaps onto your tour bus. If you see the glimmer of gold, you best beware. They say Angel Valentine may be right around the corner, ready to spank you at a moment's notice. And nobody wants that. I'm glad tonight's band found a way to use our trebuchet. Even though they blew a hole in the front of the building, we can write it off as a tax thing and actually make money from it. Excellent. And I see those fools at Standard Supply failed to even have a show tonight. Yes, in fact, some of those buffoons are in the crowd right now, purchasing our beers and experiencing the high quality of our urinals, which feature top-of-the-line Splash Hog splash guards. There's no way they can even afford Splash Hog for their urinals. Excuse me, masters. How many times do we have to tell you? We're merely bosses who are as evil as masters. Yes, boss. A anyway, something peculiar happened earlier. We told you before. We don't want to hear about your weird bodily functions. Bathroom business stays in the bathroom. Well, that's a little hypocritical, because I just heard you talking about splash hogs. But anyway, this is different. Earlier today, I gave drink vouchers to the wrong artist, it seems. But here's the thing. They said cube and the signs outside were switched. So the guy went and got free drinks from Standard Supply. Hmm, interesting. Rich, are you thinking what I'm thinking? We should kill Standard Supply's bartenders with our trebuchet? No! What if we print thousands of vouchers for free beers at their bar? They'll be powerless to turn these non-paying customers away because they're so poor and bad at business. Oh, <laughs> how evil. 
I guess we'll put that plan into action. Next time. Next time what? Next time we do something. I hope they enjoy selling beers for money while they can, because I'm thirsty. And I have a feeling my next beer will be on you, Standard Supply. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>